Keep It 100 Sports. Welcome back to Keep 100 Sports. This is William Reed. I'm here with my good friends Jacob and Colton today. We're back. We're going to talk a little college basketball, a little NFL, even a little off-season college football action. But first, let's get into the question of the day. Gonzaga has a chance to continue their undefeated streak with a win tonight over BYU. Who was the last team in college basketball to go undefeated? Was it A, the 2015 Kentucky team with Willie Cauley-Stein and Carl Anthony Towns? Was it B, 1976 Indiana, led by legendary coach Bobby Knight? Was it C, 1956 San Francisco, led by Bill Russell? Or was it D, 1972 UCLA, led by the great John Wooden? We'll find out at the end of the show. Let's talk about Dak Prescott. Hey, man, he got paid. Got paid. Paid. Got a franchise tag. Not going to lie to you, bro. I didn't didn't think he was getting paid this year. I thought Jerry Jones was going to hold out. One more year. I thought he might be. He's, You know, Jerry Jones has always been a stubborn guy. A lot of people think he's holding the Cowboys back. I think they, they locked down their franchise guy. I think this is a great move for the Cowboys. There was a Instagram post today comparing, saying that Dak Prescott is the closest thing to Tom Brady in the NFL right now. I saw that. Who said that? Uh, I was on NFL's I Instagram, I believe. Compare. They were just comparing say, his leadership and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, I don't know if I'd go that yeah. far. I know Dak's a good quarterback. But Dak's we'll good. See. He's, been, he's been hated on a lot in his career. A lot of Even myself. He, he's also he, in very injury prone. Yeah, he is. But I think this year he proved everyone wrong. At the beginning of the season, he was, I think he was leading the NFL no, in passing he, yards. He was leading the NFL even the week after he got hurt. Right. He was still in the lead and with, then finally fell off. With a struggling running game, Zeke has Zeke is not that guy year. anymore. Yeah, no, he is and not the Zeke. N- not, not a too terribly great of a receiving court. He's got Amari Cooper got, out there. Gallo. It's a budding one. It's a budding. They're, getting, they're, they're coming. Lamb. They're coming. Um, but... I don't know. It's not. It's not one that makes you go, "Wow." Mm. And the 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 defenses, they have some pieces. You know, they're they getting have, they better. Have Lawrence, they're getting they have better. Vander Esch, um, who also got hurt too. Right. Yeah. They were they they were just a very hurt team this year. I think they could turn. I think they could be a playoff team this figured year. Figured out a way to beat the Falcons though. I mean, they also came back. I mean, twenty four points, something like that. So perfect. You might as well let everybody score. Like, you just let the Falcons score, get down by about 20, somewhere in there. Second <laughs> half, you'll be all right. It's good practice. Yep. Yeah, fact. So it was Michael Irvin that said it. Uh, he said, we have the closest thing in the National Football League to Tom Brady. Dak Prescott has the ability to do what Tom does, and he has a leadership like Tom. I don't know about all that quite yet. Not quite yet. He Maybe, maybe. I hope he does. I, I hope think he- he's a great quarterback with the potential to be the Cowboys guy for the next eight, ten years. But I don't think he's the closest thing we have to Tom Brady. There are still the Russell Wilsons of the world. There are still the Deshaun Watsons of the world that I would still put above Dak Prescott. Dak's a good quarterback. He's just not there yet. Staying with quarterbacks, we're going to go to Russell Wilson. Hey, apparently he wants a trade from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, no official thing been done yet, but there are a lot of rumors. In fact, Seattle Seahawks released a letter to season ticket holders. They mentioned a lot of players. You know who they didn't mention? Yeah, Russell. They did not mention Russell Wilson. Hey, I heard about the Saints and the Bears being two yeah. pretty big contenders. Raiders up there, too. I think that the Saints, that, that would be pretty oh nice. God. You would Could love you that. Imagine. Oh, my gosh. We did. Yeah. Oh my. Could you imagine him with Alvin Kamara? Michael and, Thomas. And Michael Thomas. Michael Dude. Thomas wouldn't have to run short routes. Exactly. He could take off. Exactly. No disrespect to Drew Brees, but he just doesn't have that the kind of arm. The last few years, he just he just lost. That's the first thing that goes with little quarterbacks. They lose the long ball, and that's what Brees lost. Um, yeah. This team could really benefit from, from that, you know, an, a new era 
which Russell Wilson would bring. I get that. Who's going to be the wide receiver too? You guys re- release Emmanuel Sanders, right? We're going to. We're going to. You got to clear I don't know cap, we, right? Yeah, we got to clear some cap. Uh, we've Taysom got, Hill, baby. <laughs> Dude, you know he's much, paying, getting paid like thirteen mil, right? So much money to be to be a. He's a Swiss Army knife. He's a Swiss Army knife, and he, in the games he started this year, he was. He was okay. He, was okay. he beat the Falcons. He beat. The Fal- he fumbled in every single game he played in. It's like a it's a reoccurring theme here. Right. Beat the Falcons. <laughs> right now. Uh, you know, the wide receiver too. We have we have we have budding stars, not stars. We have budding guys that that could could do something. We have Deontay Harris. He was an All Pro returner a few years ago. He's really emerged into a, a receiving role. Um, uh, we released Jared Cook. J- we released him. Thank God. Get out of here. Go go to Detroit. He's that bum. He's so bad. He's such a bad player. We paid him so much money, and he came in, and he was just so aggressively average. He was the most mediocre t- player on the team. He held the ball like, oh my, like a loaf of bread the whole season. The whole season he did it, and it finally cost him in uh, the divisional round. Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I think you mentioned the way he held the ball he's, earlier. In the I year. did. He's, he's so sorry. He's such a sorry player. He's so bad. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was like good with the, who was he with? He was with the Raiders. He was good with, for like a year, and we signed him, and he was just so mediocre. Anyway. Let's send this podcast to that guy. Yeah, send it to him. Let him know. Colt, you got anything on uh, on Russell? Well, I mean, I guess the good thing about Wilson is that he can really play in any system that he wants to. Uh, that's his benefit. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks are like that in the league, but some of them aren't. Um, but he's just one of those guys that could just come in and really change a program around. And, you know, he makes everybody else better around him. He's kind of like a Tom Brady. Uh, the leadership, it really excels. I just think wherever he goes, he's going to make a difference. Um, personally, I don't want him to go to the Saints because I don't want to hear William talk about it. Every <laughs> time. But, you know, whatever could help William with, you know, being happy. I appreciate that. That would be catastrophic for Seattle to lose him. Oh, it'd be it it He's afraid. I mean, I I would be mad too. Dude gets he gets sacked more than any quarterback yes. in the league and he's what? He's at least top 10. In, oh, dude, he's top 5 in my he's opinion. He's top 5. Yeah. He's okay. got to be almost I, I was just I was just making You know, I got you. Blanket no, I got statement, you. man. I got you. I got you. But yeah, I mean, I dude, if I was a top quarterback, I don't want to get hit. I don't want to get mm-hmm. sacked. No. The most in the league. And and notice notice something. The three teams that have emerged, Bears, Raiders, Saints, all have all great have offensive very lines. Very good O-lines. And we talked about the Saints. The The appeal there is obvious. But the appeal with the Raiders and the Bears is there. I'm a little? Uh, there. The Bears, good O-line. They franchise great tagged. defense. They franchise tagged uh, Allen Robinson yep. today. So he's coming back if they can reach an agreement. That could be agreement. a showing. If they, they, if they franchise tagged him, that might be a showing like, hey, we really think that we can get Wilson, so let's keep this guy. And so then that he has weapons to throw to. You got you get Trubisky out of he needs, Wilson he, He's got to go. I saw a prediction where he might sign with the Falcons. Oh, like as boy. a backup. I hope not. Oh, is he a free agent? Uh, He might be. I don't even know. Uh, That's so sad. I don't think it really <laughs> matters. Yeah, could, they could both benefit from that trade anyways because Trubisky's a young guy. And, you know, he's not They're not going to say he's not going to go yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, you, you, do you remember when he was a pro bowler? Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. also Nickelodeon's cr- MVP. <laughs> that was hilarious. No. I love that. That was brutal. I felt bad. And then what? Uh, the Bears running back, Montgomery? 
Yeah, he's Montgomery's he's gonna be good too. Star. He's, he's coming good. in, yeah. and O line's great now. as you said. The defense is phenomenal. The defense is great. Khalil Mack and yeah. the Raiders. The Raiders they got the young receivers that are coming. Rugs. He's mm-hmm. he's gonna be good. Renfro. Josh Jacobs is pretty good. Renfro's and eight years the, old the, probably. The big the big uh, target there is Waller. Waller. Who's yep. A, who's a top three tight end, and they have a young. But a budding defense. You see guys like Jonathan Abram, who's one of the They're one coming. of the most fun players to watch in the secondary. You see, you know, you see the stuff he wears in his helmets. Yeah, we're smelling salts in his helmets. Oh I've wow, never seen that before. Yeah, but you know, Josh Jacobs. You went from yeah. no run game with Seattle or very little with Chris Carson, who's just been hurt a lot. Off not, on, not, not, yeah, not that he's a bad running back. He's a solid no, guy, he's a good but, but he's just hurt so much, and he's not. I mean, Russell's not used to having that. Mm. So I mean, Josh Jacobs would be be able to catch the ball out of the backfield too. So yeah. you know, he's like a he kind of is off and on every single year. Yeah, I like I I like the Raiders a lot for him. If I'm be honest with you, I think he could really they could really go somewhere. That'd with be him. fun. And then where do you could put? But what do you do with Derek Carr then? He then, had a solid year. He, I mean, he played all right. He played okay. He could He'll probably I, get some picks out of him. Could you could you could He'll flip him for some picks? picks. Maybe you could you he might be able to go to Seattle. I, I think that's more realistic than Trubisky going to Seattle. Yeah, a, a car, yeah. M- maybe a swap with some I, with a pick. Well, or so. yeah, for sure. But with maybe a later round pick, yeah, with some a swap with Carr, I could see that. It's a good it's a good uh, transition quarterback yeah, for the Seahawks. That's that'll be a good trade. Also, like it kind of reminds me of the situation with the Charlotte Hornets right now. Um, what they did in the offseason, bringing in Gordon Hayward to yeah. help out the young guys. It's same there. Henry oh, Ruggs, yeah. Josh Jacobs. Like they're, that, all, though. they're still young. Hunter Renfro, he'll be he'll probably be the longest active. He's 45 active. already. He's <laughs> he'll be the longest the active league. player in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to set a record, man. Played eight years at Clemson. <laughs> Eight's a stretch, dude. He might be like 15. <laughs> so the Saints have franchise tagged Marcus Williams. And I just want to point this out. I just think it's funny because... Coming into this offseason, the Saints were about $100 million over the cap. $100 million. I even saw someone on TikTok post a prediction that the Saints would go 0-16 next season. That was a prediction, is that he'd go 0-16. And I saw people talking about how the cap was so bad that we were going to go 4-12, and 12, 5 and, we were going to miss the playoffs, and we were going to be like 3rd, 4th in the <laughs> NFC South. And I just laughed and laughed because they don't understand how this works. We are already 55 over the cap. We restructured deals, and we were able to re-sign the guy that we needed to, Marcus Williams. We're going to have to let Hendrickson go, which is tough, but it, it needed to happen. We are over the cap, but we will be back, and we will still be contending for a Super Bowl. I just had Whoa. to say that. Another franchise tag, or non-franchise tag, actually, Kenny Galladay is a f- official, official free agent now from the Detroit Lions. I'm a little surprised about that one. Yeah, I mean... Hey, Mike. Hey, how about how about a little uh, team up again with the Rams, him and Stafford? Maybe. I mean, I don't. I w- I would have to see what the the Rams cap would be. They have some they would good have receivers. To, they would have to pay him a lot. Yeah, they would. Which you're probably right. I would probably go over because they're paying down a lot. And Cooper yeah. Cup's making a good amount. So and Stafford just signed for a lot. But you know, I think that I think that Kenny Galladay is a top receiver. He's an underrated guy. I, I would like. If any place where I could pick for him might be the Ravens. The Ravens that, need... I love that, actually. The Ravens need that guy. I mean... They don't have a guy. Brown, Hollywood Brown. They expected been, him to be that. He's been okay at best. Lamar didn't have a great year, but he also didn't... I, I saw a TikTok. It was... There was some guy following TikTok. He's really smart. Um, 
And he he said that Lamar definitely wasn't as good as his MVP year. But you also have to look at his receivers just didn't get open whatsoever. And O-line was okay. No running game, really. I mean... They had to transition. I mean, they released Ingram. They had to transition Gus Edwards, who was who, who showed JK flashes. Dawkins was out for right. a little bit. Yeah, and they just never had that big play receiver. They had Mark Andrews, who was, I mean, okay. He's he's, he's he is he's becoming a good Andrews tight end now. Year. Andrews had a big year this yeah, year. Yeah, he did. He had a breakout year. But looking at the with the exception of the Chiefs, you most of the Super Bowl contenders, their number one target is a big wide receiver, right? And yeah. they do not have that. Their their number one guy is Marquise Brown, who's been who's a two or a three right now. Yeah, you know they so, they went to so far to bring back Dez, Tess Bryant. Right. So I think Kenny Galladay there would be that's just, a great fit actually. I think it would be very smart. You know I don't know if they go out and do it, but I think it would be smart. I think that would be great. Another team with a quarterback controversy is the New England Patriots. After Cam kind of struggled this year, never really got off on the right foot. Stidham played a little bit, Stidham, wasn't great. Just, just they have a good team. They Their quarterbacks were just inconsistent all year. Defense After, is good. They just signed that lineman they traded with the Raiders yeah. for two picks, and he they got him it's and a, a fifth-round pick, which is good. I mean, they got, what, David Andrews on the line still. Right. They got him now. They're going to have, I mean, they have... They have potential to be pretty good, and, and every, they still have Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So I feel like he's kind of gotten lost a little bit because of Tom Brady. Right? Everyone's kind of, you know, Count oh, maybe, maybe he's not that. Maybe he's not. Maybe not the coach we all thought he was. But I bet you this year we find out about yeah. him again. Well, well, here's the rumor: is that their plan A guy going into this year, their number one guy they're trying to get is Jimmy G, trying to bring home the prodigal son. I think. I think it's a good matchup. I like it. Obviously, they, he had success in New England two, three years ago. When Tom Brady was out. Right. He won. I yeah. think he was like 4-0 in those games. And then he obviously went to San Francisco in the deal that many thought that Tom had a lot of influence on. A lot of people thought that Belichick did not want to make that deal. Those are all rumors, of course. But Jimmy G, I think, would be a great fit. Um, he has shown flashes. He has been inconsistent, but he has been injured some. Also, another guy with not like a big wide receiver, not a wide receiver one. He's got Debo Samuel, who's also injured a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is starting to emerge over there. Yeah. So, I mean, an- yeah, another guy that doesn't have that big go-get-the-ball kind of guy. Right. Bring him in. Bring him back to New England. Put in some guys around him. Belichick can pull some stuff. You see what he's done with these little white receivers. Yeah. Bring him in. I think it's a it's a good fit. I think. Hey, it, maybe go get Kenny Galladay. Why not? Or hey, you, maybe an offer for Allen Robinson. I don't know the the Bears the, after this franchise tag. I doubt they would move on from him, especially because I think they're using it as bait for Wilson. But I I definitely see that Galladay deal. I could definitely see that happening, especially if they can bring in Jimmy G. Because Cam, I thought going into this year, I thought Cam Newton was really going to show out and prove himself. So did I. I really did. I thought we that he was going to prove himself. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was going to prove himself. I thought the Patriots were obviously not, we're going to take a step back from Brady, but I thought they were still going to be 10-6 and six and go to the playoffs. Yeah, me too. But they just were nowhere near it. Running back struggled a little bit. Yeah. Damian Harris finally emerged a little bit. Sonny Michelle was hurt mm-hmm. all year. Rex Bur- Burkhead or... Burkhead, right. He's, he did all right. Yeah. But... I mean, they um, Damian Harris did emerge, so you know yeah. we'll see. Sonny Michelle come back. That'd be a pretty good one-two punch yeah. right there. If you get a quarterback, maybe a receiver, 
Julian Edelman. You're right back in the conversation. We'll see it, man. Best coach in especially the world. W- especially with those two corners. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Lockdown. You're listening to Keep 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. He's William Reed, and he's Colin Merch. You can find me on Instagram at Jacob Cowart, Snapchat at Jacob Cowart7. And you can find me, William Reed, on Instagram and Snapchat at William Reed III and on Twitter at William Reed 03. And this is Colton. You can find me on Instagram at it's underscore Colton3. The NBA All-Star Week was this, or day, I guess. The NBA All-Star Day was here. It was in Atlanta. You know, I was kind of sad that it was all pushed to one day. I understand why you got to do it, but... Yeah, no fans. I was really hoping we were going to get to go. At least MLB comes this year, so hopefully they'll allow fans. But, you know, the All-Star Game just wasn't the same, man, without the fans and the slam dunk contest. Slam dunk contest this year was horrible. Right. I, I mean, horrible. No disrespect to Cassius Stanley, Obi Toppin... And Anthony and Simons. Anthony yeah, he was a winner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to lie to you. I didn't know who that guy was before. No, neither did I. He's got mad bounce, though. But those are just not big name dunkers. And I think Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon set my bar just way oh, too yeah. high, dude. I that mean, those dunks they were pulling contest. out, they are crazy. I mean, Aaron Gordon got robbed yes, he did. without a gun, yes, dude. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was really hoping they were going to get Zion this year. I really was. Zion doesn't have... His, his bounce is like kind of... It's it's definitely there still. I just feel I don't know if there's something wrong with the him. thing. Here's the thing I've noticed about his dunks. When he dunks in game, when you watch him in high school, those high school highlights. I was looking at this the other day, and I just saw he dunked against. I don't remember who it was. It was some team, the Bucks. He dunked against the Bucks, and I just it was just a little off to me. And I was watching his old high school highlights, and I noticed now when he dunks, he doesn't really hold on to the rim as much. It's not as violent. It's really more of a touch and go. You watch John Morant. Yeah, it's, it's a, like the little like pregame dunks. Right, exactly. It's, it's so weird to me because yeah. that used to be his big thing at Duke. That was his yeah. big thing, like the tomahawk. Right. I don't know. The All Star game, he did show it a little bit. He did. He did. Yeah, throw he, pulled some out, he pulled out some there. nice ones. Yeah. And you know, staying staying with the All Star three point contest was good. It's pretty hard to mess that up. Steph yeah. Curry's back. He's the greatest shooter of all, all, all time. time. Greatest shooter of all time. Greatest shooter of all time. You already know how I'm going to elaborate on that. (laughs) Anyone that doesn't agree with that is living in the past, unfortunately, for them. Yeah, they just, no. People that, they're just a hater if they cannot admit to that, for sure. Um, But like you said, like I tell all my friends, the dunk contest just won't be the same. Uh, My expectations are way too high. Uh, Zach Levine in that Aaron Gordon dunk contest was just, there was, there's nothing that's too good, bro. It's that. way too good. There's nothing that we'll, we will never see something like that mm-hmm. again. No, that was like MJ Dominique type. It was better, too. Yeah. No, it, it was, was better. I really wish they would have brought some big names in. I really wanted to see Zion and Jaw. I think that that I definitely feel like those two definitely mm-hmm. should have been in for the sure. Dunk contest for sure. You need some big names in the dunk contest, especially with no fans. They still did a really good job putting everything in in one day. I thought that was really smart, too, so that way nobody gets COVID, you know, the day before or whatever. Um, but definitely bring in some big names. I think Zion would have really 100% would have won. Yeah. Just because we talked about his high school highlights, talk about how like aggressive he would dunk the ball. In a dunk contest, he's going to do that. Right. I would have liked to see Derek Jones that. Jr. back in there, too. Mm. That guy yeah. fly. Here's my dream. What they I wish they would do next year is if they had Zion, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon and Donovan Mitchell. That's who I want. Donovan that's, Mitchell that's would what, be good. Because he won. I replaced Donovan Mitchell him. with John Morant. I would do that three in the. I, I like that. I like that. I yeah, want you could. I think go either way with that. Yeah, 
but the, those are my three: Zion, Zach, and Aaron Gordon. The one thing I didn't really like though about it was, especially what I didn't like about the dunk contest, because I already said it was not great. Is I didn't like that it was in halftime too, because I like. I think it adds something when the players are on the side and yes. they're like, oh, yes. oh, yes. oh, and everyone loses their mind, videoing and they yes. just yes. And they jumping all, all over court. him. Yeah, I think when you take that part out, it's like I get the fans are there and that's cool too. But I'm not as a guy on TV, I'm not watching the fans' mm. reactions to it. Like yeah. apparently they'll turn the camera and they'll be like, giving the oh my gosh, like hands right. on the head. But what for me is the players, dude. Right. When you know it's crazy when a NBA player who's seen a lot yes. gets up out of his chair and he's like, "Oh my yeah. gosh!" There's not as much as in, not as much enthusiasm. And I get it's COVID and all that, but I still think I mean that's a little bubble. I feel like you could do that, but yeah, it was halftime in the All Star for the All Star game. game. I don't know. I just you I, I missed players, that part. Yeah, exactly. The, players, the bench didn't get involved in it either, though. Like, yeah, I know they were just well. No, Zach Zach Levine was just chilling there, like. Yeah, yeah no, y'all, like, y'all bums. Yeah, you yeah, like, bums. But you know, if they would have done something a little bit more, like at least get on the court, you know, hype them up a little just bit, just something, it, yeah, just something like that. Because that's whenever I turned it on, I was like, oh, like fans are not gonna be here. It's yeah. like that's no big deal. But I'm really gonna miss seeing all the celebrities on the side, like the big name NBA players videoing, like you know, Quavo's on the side, dabbing up Anthony Davis, stuff like that. It's just cool. I thought though the coolest thing from it was that two v two, the celebrity two v two instead of the game. It was like Lil Baby and Two Chains versus. You see, see Lil Baby's uh, free throw. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It was Lil Baby and then Jack Quavo Harlow and Jack Harlow. Dude, Jack Harlow, Loki got Loki was kind of good, and then he got interviewed after, and I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh! I love Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow is funny, dude. He's funny. And Lil Baby was like, Jack Harlow can't beat me in anything. Pulls up and beats him by like. 20 points and I was like yo that's tough baby looks so unathletic but the game in general wasn't as competitive as last year no. LeBron is a great GM apparently or KD is just really bad I knew KD's it was gonna... just really bad and then Flight called the score <laughs> did you see that Flight got it 100% right really? he goes it's gonna be about 170, 150 and he, it was completely right and I was like yo but it's first time for everything I, <laughs> I get it but so I just think I just think the all-star I get no fans kind of ruined it a little bit but uh, the All-Star game wasn't as competitive like last year. Last year was fun to watch. Like mm. Once yes. again, all those people, that like Quavo and them, that picture Spike they took, Lee. so yep. fly. But, you know, they just didn't have it this year. And Team LeBron was just too good. I mean, Curry and Dame were out there playing right. horse, shooting from <laughs> right. shooting from half court. Yeah, and KD was kind of handicapped because when you're in that situation, you kind of have gotta to pick, pick your, boys. your teammates exactly. first. Yeah. So that's that's always... Not me, man. I'm trying to win. <laughs> yeah, for oh, real. I figured. Or at least make the game competitive. Like, don't let LeBron get Giannis, Steph, Dame. This man, LeBron, Luka, played four minutes. He played. Like, dude, he tipped like, off he was, and he left. Coach, he was a coach. You ju- you're just a bad GM, apparently. <laughs> like, it's just there's no point. I don't understand how you let all these All Stars get through your hands like that. Steph Curry and Damian Lillard completely carried All Star Weekend. Completely three point contest, Steph Curry, and then All Star game, Dame and Steph. Hey, Giannis, Giannis was a perfect sixteen of sixteen, man. Perfect. Won the MVP. <laughs> two three. Dude, this guy went between the legs, step back, bank. Jokic was sitting there. Jokic is my favorite player in the NBA. 
Really? He is my favorite. This dude is so fun to watch. <laughs> like in the All-Star game, this kid looks like a five-year-old. He's like running down the court. He's like flapping his arms. He's doing like the... He, mm. He's so unathletic. He is. He. I mean, <laughs> he's like low-key. He's like sneaky athletic somehow. I don't understand it. Yeah. But he's so fun to watch. Like it just gives me so much joy. My dad was like, that guy looks like a nice guy. Like I want to be friends with him. Have you seen like the old pictures of him when he's like oh, yeah. 12 years he's old? Just, and he's just, just fat. Huge. Yeah. Just just like like obese. Yeah. And uh, he's like such a fun interview too. He's like, you know, LeBron, he, him and I, so very similar athletically. <laughs> I, I don't know if he can out jump me. That was funny. And I was like, dude, this guy's so awesome. But yeah. And then Paul George was like, hey, I guess I got to apologize to Dame because I said that it was a bad shot when he beat him on OKC. And he's like, that is a great shot because he won the game on that shot. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, yeah, that's solid. A little too late, Paul. But yeah. Hey, they shook hands. They they figured everything out. I think everything's good now. So turning now to college football, a little off-season news. Les Miles has been fired from Kansas. The won a national championship in 2007 with LSU. He's been fired due to previous allegations against him about inappropriate behavior towards uh, women students, female students oh. at LSU. This man is 50, 60 years old, and he was obviously flirting with uh, young women. Yeah, I so, don't really know much about it. I, just, I mean, there's no nothing good come out of that when you do that. So I asked William, I was like, hey, did he even get to coach? Yeah. I didn't realize that right. he'd been there for so long because he was good at LSU. He was good until until that end, and he wasted Fournette. And, That's true. He did waste yeah. Fournette. And then he went to Kansas, and nothing. It's gone now. He's Yeah, he's done. He, he won't get another job. It's over for him. Even he's a big name, yes, but in a in a college football world where his style of coaching is falling away, where where the spread and 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 up tempo offense is is the new norm, he is irrelevant. Honestly, Jeez. I, he's he 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 won't get another shot. It's over for him. Spring training is back officially. We are in the swing of things, man. Braves, they're looking all right. Soroka's starting to throw off the mound and field some ground balls again. Our ace towards Achilles last year. He's starting again, which is nice because we need him. Uh, Max Fried's scheduled to make his debut. Need to get him on the mound. Charlie Morton, the pickup from the Rays, looks very good. Uh, up to 97 on the fastball velo, which was nice. Drew Smiley kind of got shelled yesterday. Not a great day for him. Pirates shelled him. But it's all right. I think the starting rotation looks good. Ozuna, Ronald Acuna, Ozzy, and Freddie, they're looking all right. They're getting into the swing of things. Curveballs are the struggle right now, just because they haven't seen it in a while, live pitching. Acuna played a good first debut, and Freddie's been all right. The reigning MVP. Real talk of everything is the Padres and the Dodgers, man. The Padres just went and picked up everyone on earth. I mean, Blake Snell, you Darvish, you name it, basically, yeah. is on that team. Tatis, that infield I saw is worth 70 to 90 mil, somewhere in there, all of them in the infield. And I said, that they better not make an error this year. For that kind of money, they better not make an error. Eric Hosmer, Tatis, Manny Machado. Right. And then the Dodgers, they just signed Bauer, signed back Justin Turner. They have everybody too. Those are probably the two contenders, which are in the same division. So that's going to be tough. They're in the same division for the World Series. So we're going to see. But, you know, besides that, it's just good to have baseball back. They're allowing fans in spring training, which is nice. It looks like Gary Sanchez is coming back to his own. Which is nice because time. he's struggled the past he, few he's years. Been, he's been inconsistent. I'm glad he's getting back into the swing of things. 
I'll give you the best thing I saw from spring training, which would be the Orioles pitcher is uh, throwing a knuckleball. Knuckleballs are crazy, man. I love knuckleballs. Oh, I saw that. He is filth, too. It doesn't even move. It's quite impressive. Before we go, let's answer the question of the day. We'll get into some more college basketball coverage in the coming weeks with the NCAA tournament coming up, but let's answer this question. Gonzaga has a chance to continue their undefeated streak with a win tonight over BYU. Who was the last team in college basketball history to finish their season undefeated? Was it A, 2015 Kentucky led by Carl Anthony Towns? Was it B, the 1976 Indiana squad led by legendary coach Bobby Knight? Was it C, the 1956 San Francisco team led by Bill Russell? Or was it D, the 1972 UCLA Bruins led by none other than John Wooden? 30 seconds. I'll just go with Kentucky. That's what I'm going with. There's no way it's been that long. Is your final answer? Yep. You're both wrong. Kentucky lost in the Elite Eight to Wisconsin. Jeez, Frank We're not very good in that this. year. Well, the correct I mean, answer. <laughs> the correct answer was the 1976 Indiana squad. Who good lord. 32 and 0. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. That's right. Bobby Knight got me again. All right. Thank you for listening to Keyboard Sports. Yep. We'll see you next time.